Unbecoming of Age, the podcast. A cautionary tale. Listen to what they say, then do the opposite. Your hosts, Colin Flynn and John M. Craig. Welcome to the Unbecoming of Age show. I'm your co-host, Colin Flynn, here in Iowa, where the snow is hip deep this time of year. And we are just trying to get through the month of February. John. Colin. It's happening there in New York, New Jersey. I'm ready. Okay. I am ready to spew toxic masculinity, my friend. I wasn't <laughs> on board last week, but I, I'm feeling it now. I talked you into it, huh? <laughs> I, you, didn't, you didn't need to talk me into it. I went on a date last night. A date, yeah. Now this was some sort of a was this is a uh, a hookup off one of the uh, dating apps. I'm sure. Well, I wouldn't call it a hookup. I'm going to call okay. it a date. It was a date. All right. She so referred to it as a date. A date. So you had a mm-hmm. date. You you met a woman yes. on which one of these services was it? Well, it was on Bumble. Bumble is just like Tinder, but the woman has to message first. Okay. So you're, yeah. you're on Bumble. She uh, she finds you. Uh, mm-hmm. What was it mm-hmm. that led her to your profile? You think? Uh, I don't know. Uh, hold on. Let's see. Let's see. Well, I don't want to, I'm not going to read it. It's my toxic. I'm going to lead with that. I'm going to change all my fucking dating profiles right now. Do you have a moment? You talk, you keep them busy while I fucking change every fuck. And I'm on every dating app. I'm going to tell you that right now. And it's not going well. Okay. And I, I, yeah. And I I don't think it's me. I think it's them. Now you're in the New York area. You should be, this could be a woman every night. You could, you could probably arrange three of these a day. I live too far away. I live too far away. Well, yeah, they're mostly in, in New York. You, you, there's, a, there's a lot more going on there. Then if, if, if you were in Iowa, then I could see how it would be a struggle to, to maybe put together multiple, multiple dates. But mm, yeah, I think you'd yeah. even, you've, you've just got a lot more population there mm-hmm. than we would here. Yeah, so, well, yeah. She her first message was, "Are you at Seed to Sprout?" That's the vegan restaurant I go to quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, in one of my pictures, and sure enough, I was. She's like, "If so, that place is my favorite place." And then blah blah blah, whatever bullshit, bullshit, bullshit. I said bullshit, bullshit. She said, and me said, and whatever. And then eventually we texted. Then we matched on another app on Tinder, which is stupid. There was no reason to match on that, but we both did. And then we texted a little bit, and it was uh, seemed to be going well. And I. I think my expectations were a bit high, and just before we turned on the mic, I received the. Here we go. Hold on, hold on. I mean, just just bear with me for this, okay? We're bearing um, with you. Yeah. Uh, after the after the date last night, we went to um, the beer garden uh, in in Asbury Park, New Jersey. She lives real so close. So you're still with her. This is not after you dumped her off. You you so no, you're no, still no, in the date. Is, Last night, in the day, we 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 part ways. Uh, oh, you, part you know, ways. Okay. yeah, yeah. I, she she was parked right across the street. I was parked a few blocks away. Gotcha. Give her a okay. hug. I didn't really give her a full on kiss because I'm like I'm just not. There's something weird about kissing woman on the street. You know what I mean? Like it's I don't know. There's like yeah, sure. I'll make out. I don't know. I, it's not because of what they wrote in the profile. I was I was very I was attracted to her. I was mm-hmm. I was uh, I, I was maybe even smitten. I would say even smitten. How old a woman? Uh, uh, a little bit younger than me, so I'm 46. She is uh, 42, going on 43. Okay. And right. uh, so anyway, so uh, I wrote to her. No, this is last night when you know we weren't avail, you know, able to get together and, and do the podcast. And no podcast recording tonight. My co-host is not up for it. Um, I just oh fourth wall. Um, I had high expectations and I wasn't disappointed. Not about the recording of the podcast, about the date with her. <laughs> I wasn't. Okay. I never have high expectations recording the podcast. <laughs> Nothing personal. <laughs> um, anyway, she said I wasn't disappointed either. I had a great night with you and look forward to seeing you again. And then I went blah blah blah. Sorry, uh, that may have been an odd way to state it. I don't normally feel nervous or anxious on a first date, but in this case, it, uh, it I was but in a good way. Anyway, shut the fuck up. Um, Me. Um, Anyway, she's like, I'm always nervous and anxious for a first date, so don't feel bad. It couldn't have gone better. Really? Okay. Yeah, okay. Sounds sounds good so far. That's cool. That's cool. 
right. So I did. That was at ten fifty six p.m. I wrote another thing, which wasn't helpful. I wrote to her today. How are you doing? And I, I hate the whole "Hi, how are you doing?" kind of thing. It's kind of dorky and stupid, but whatever. I just said it. And then I did these little emojis, like it was like the little the lady with the uh, fucking making the X symbol in front of her to unsubscribe. It was just a weird thing. Oh no, not this guy again with the lady with the hand on her face. Monday, need a massage. Where she's getting the head massage. And then there's the one with the sir, whatever. Okay. She just wrote, hi, John, smiley face. Old school smiley face. Right. I think you're so funny and interesting, and I genuinely love spending time with you, but I didn't feel a romantic connection. I wish you all the best. So I was just like, okay. Well, <laughs> that, went, uh, that went really well. <laughs> so much for expectations. You know what I'm thinking? Yeah. I'm thinking these dating apps, fuck it. You just going to go old school? Whores. Yeah, prostitutes. Oh, prostitutes. Oh, I thought you yeah, were just yeah. Like go to real a bar. old school. One of the oldest fucking professions. Can't you this just go to a bar? Just right walk here. into a bar and just, you know, hey, come here. And spew toxic masculinity? Yeah, sure. Just walk in. Probably get arrested. Yeah. I don't know. <sighs> People don't do that anymore. They just don't do the, the just the old fashioned way. Just walk around and, you know. I don't know. I have no Maybe, maybe. But I. So now, unbeknownst to her, um, well, a couple of things going on. Uh, today is February 12th. 2018 30 years ago no, no 20 years ago tonight i went on my first date with my ex-wife drink wait a minute all right <laughs> what all right 20 years ago uh, there was the we had a show called the drinking game right when you said my ex-wife i was taking a drink that one night so you, you don't remember that <laughs> you probably weren't listening to me but anyway go ahead so all right so 20 years ago 20, 20 years, years ago. ago you remember the date you, you're was, really good at remembering dates. Of, of no, like I'm not necessarily. But in this case, I was because it was two days before. Um, it was before, uh, you know, Valentine's, Valentine's Day. Before Valentine's Day. Yeah. And I realized that is the worst time. You don't go on a date. Because then what happens? What do you do now? It's you have to send pressure. flowers? Oh, yeah, fuck too, that shit. Yeah, yeah, Wait yeah. until after Valentine's Day. A lot of pressure. Yeah, I ended up sending flowers or trying to send flowers, tried to order them online with dial-up internet. It was like my, my then roommate was really big into online ads. Like he was way into the internet. And he's like, you got to buy the, you got to buy them online. And it got all fucked up. It was so much pressure. But anyway, it was, so now after being separated for four years, I'm living in this two-bedroom apartment in Red Bank, New Jersey. My ex-wife and I were talking and she has offered me the possibility of living in the pool house for a little while really? to help me get now i had asked about this when we first got separated she was emphatic no way now for whatever reason she's well, i don't i probably shouldn't even talk about it because i don't want to necessarily fuck it up even though it's not necessarily a good thing there was only right. there's only one rule okay i'm not allowed to have guests no get well jesus now now here's the thing now here's okay. the thing colin if you come to town right I could probably have you over as a she guest. She doesn't want you having sex in her pool house, is what she's saying. What? I, I think that's, yes. <laughs> you think? <laughs> I know exactly what she means. Uh, to the point that she didn't want to talk about it. So it's this weird just kind of slippery slope, and I, I, I don't want to get too comfortable. I, I sure, mean, It yeah. could be good in some ways, but, you know, what's the, what's the end game? What's the escape strategy? And then she, what's... Is she pulling uh, you closer here? Or do you feel that? No, 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 not at all. I did, but to me, let's just say that uh, the date that I went on last night went really well. And let's say it went on a second or third date and everything was going well. And I talk about I live in Red Bank in my apartment. Next thing you know, oh, no, no, I got rid of my apartment. I'm living in the pool house with my ex, you know, my, my ex-wife's house. <laughs> how's that going to, how's that going to work? It's <laughs> not uh, going to work. It, it doesn't if you know if you're if you have to get permission to have somebody come over <laughs> that doesn't sound like a a win-win i guess put it that way so i don't know um uh, i don't, I don't know. think I can, anyway yeah. I, 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 I can understand if the if the you know you're thinking like i said you're you're uh, kind of in this uh recovery phase here are you doing the freelance photography uh yeah, freelance video so much. stuff no, uh, not, not as much as not not as much as you'd like. Uh, I give you credit for you know the the Ubering stuff. I think that uh, shows mm. a lot of uh, a lot mm. of gumption. I, the, I need to do more. 
the, the other uh, we had, I talked about snow at the beginning of the show uh, the other day it had uh, we got like six inches and uh, there's these kids that were walking through the neighborhood and they were carrying snow shovels and uh, Zoe she was like what are those kids doing I go they're going around they're going door to door shoveling she's like what I go, yeah, they just walk around the snow shovel and they want not, they knock on people's doors and they, they uh, you know, offer to shovel their walk for whatever. You know, they, they negotiate a price and they shovel your walk. She's like, get out of here. I was like, yeah, you could do that. She looks at me like, <laughs> as if, you know. <laughs> it's like, yeah, are you kidding me? Uh, you know. Uh, so I, anyway, what I was getting to with that was um, the idea that uh, you know your your hustle, your side hustle, your whatever. Well, you know, my only hustle mostly. I mean, it's I, it's know, just I, a challenging one. I don't know. But I know I know people that uh, get uh, in a, in, the, in the situation you're in right now where you get laid off, something goes on, you do something for a while, things aren't exactly where you want them to exactly be, and a lot of people just roll up into the fetal position and just you know like what the fuck, and they can't they can't do anything. They don't even think about the idea uh, maybe I could go out and drive Uber for a while maybe I can you know I, I just if I just keep moving and keep something happening something's gonna happen because mm-hmm. you know and, and I know a lot of people that you know just sit back and just you know it, it, it goes on a lot longer than it should because they haven't they haven't uh, well that's what stuff. I've kind of done I've kind of sat back but in the upright position while driving a car but not as much as I can or should be have you thought uh, about uh, sh- shoveling snow? Uh. <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, I, um, I, I don't. I'm not a big fan of uh, manual labor or shoveling someone's snow. And, and I had a stroke. I don't want to die. So yeah, you don't want to die. I don't have another yeah. stroke. Shoveling yeah. someone else's snow. So it I, it I, melts. I like who gives a fuck? <laughs> yeah. Just leave it. At some point, yeah. Yeah. So um, I got you sideways. So it, you, you, you were kind of feeling a little bit like you maybe potentially could have this, you know, might have been something you would have had interest in, and she, she blew you off. She just. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I don't know. You know, I don't know. Okay. But she remind. She reminded me of a uh, a Holly Hunter character. Oh yeah, Holly Hunter's. There was something about her, like like an yeah. old school, like a, sure. I don't know. There was something. I don't know if it was a look. I don't know. That, similar. I don't know. That longer, like seventies hair. <laughs> no, she had Holly longish Hunter. hair, yeah. but it wasn't seventies. It was a yeah. newer cotton style yeah. and color, and so there was something. Do you think if um, I was thinking about the pool house thing? So do you mm-hmm. think? Um, and my mind goes in this direction because uh, okay, I've got a fourteen-year-old uh, girl in the house. And mm-hmm. so I'm worried about 14-year-old boys sneaking in the window mm-hmm, mm-hmm. because she's got our basement area. She's got her own room down there. It's kind of like her own little almost apartment thing in the basement. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And um, she's got we've got a um, an egress window on on her bedroom, so she could somebody could get in and out of the egress window if, if need sure. be. Um, but there's also a back door, which is completely completely you know um yeah, it's a long ways from where we sleep you know we're on the opposite side of the house two stories up so you know, i always think about somebody coming in and out of the back door and as an example of this the other night it snowed a bunch and i looked out the window and i could see that there were tracks that were um, had gone out the door um, this was like uh, almost after the snow had stopped because i could see the tracks but they kind of were a little bit snowed in they went out part way to the garage and then came back and then so when I went out uh, to shovel some snow on the back, I went out there and looked, and I saw that the tracks came from our, uh, we've got a big, it's like a, um, uh, there's a big patio area in the back, and, and I could see that the tracks went across the patio and through the gate, and then uh, walked over there to see exactly where they went, and then the tracks went down the driveway, but then they also came back up the driveway. So somebody at, in the middle of the night, you know, based on when it snowed, had to have been walking around in the yard, which didn't make any sure, sense. Sure, sure. So I asked Tori, you know, what's 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 going on with it? Mm-hmm. I saw there were tracks out there, and she she didn't hesitate. Right away, she's like, "Oh man, somebody's car alarm went off at like four in the morning." She goes, "I was like, it just kept going and going, and I thought it might have been one of our cars." So I got up and I walked out there just to see what was going on, which seemed out of place. Mm. That she's going to get up and go out in snow and walk around and see what was going on. Se- seems like a quick response, though. Yeah, she was really quick with it, and so I was like, eh, yeah, you know, and she didn't hesitate, and I could tell, you know, if the, if this was a story, she'd really worked on it, <laughs> and it didn't <laughs> seem like, she's not that type, she's really not, um, she, she doesn't, uh, I think she'd rather just tell you the truth and let the, the chips fall, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but uh, so anyway, I, I told her, her mother about this, and I was like, yeah, it seemed like she had her, you know, had her story, was real, real quick with it and everything, and 
Uh, so then her, her mother asks her the same kind of questions uh, sort of thing, and she's like, well, but mom says, well, what was your plan? If, if somebody if the alarm was going off and there was somebody out there for some reason what was your plan when you walked out there and she's like oh my god <laughs> I don't know she was and then she had like this panic look on her face like what was I doing so yeah I believe her but uh, but so what I'm huh. wondering is do, does your wife you think she would track footsteps Me? through the snow footsteps through the snow because if you're in the pool house <laughs> you could sneak them in and out is what I'm thinking uh, so you have, I, the, you have the I, woman parked down the street. You make up a story. You, yeah. you're, you're you're the pool house. You 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 make her park somewhere a ways away. You make up a story. There's some crazy person living in the main house. No, I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't do it. Not because I'm afraid <laughs> of my ex-wife. Just because it's, I don't know, man. It, it, it's even though I get along with some of my ex-neighbors. Yeah. My car starts showing up, and I'm there, and then someone's curious, and then maybe they don't recognize my car, and then they find out, and then, you know, it's like the idea of living in the same house and co-parenting is not something that a lot of people see as normal, you know what I mean, or that'll work, you know? Uh, you know, th- there's getting along with, and then there's, you know, then Next level, right? Then you, then I, then my next question would be, well, why aren't you married? You just might as well stay married, you know? Fuck that, man. That's crazy. <laughs> you know, you're like, well, we're not having sex. Well, neither are, you know, half yeah, of the a lot other married of, people yeah, in the United yeah. States. So. so you, I was going to, when I, when I brought, I didn't know if I was going to bring this up and talk about it. And I was okay. hesitant to, but since I'm just like, you know, I, I got no future with ladies because <laughs> couldn't have gone better. Uh, don't ever want to see you again. Uh, just letting you know. Okay, well, don't tell man. me it could have been better. Like, unless you changed your mind. Oh, you slept on it. Oh, I see. I see. Well, I'm glad yeah. to hear that she 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 ripped the bandaid off at least. You know. No, no, no. That's good. That's good. Yeah. Listen, I don't want to listen. I don't want to waste anyone's time either. No, no. Why would you do that? Yeah. You know. I mean, I don't. I mean, if, if it's got to lead, I want it to lead to something, right? And I and I, I am civil, like, and I'm not like a decent human being, but I'm not. I don't know. There's a lot, whatever. But with my ex-wife, I, you know, it's. We got divorced for a reason. And and again, the idea of, I want to be close to my kids. That's for sure. Sure. Uh, it might be a little too close. I'm not so sure. Um, I don't and, know how it will go. She's probably, I would guess, I mean, I don't, don't know the woman, but um, probably looking at it as it's being something beneficial and easier for the kids as well, I would, I would guess. I think it's a combination yeah. of things. I think it's one yeah. is there's that. And then I think the other side of it is is that she's she and I are very different. She is um, like if if when she and I when, when she and I first got married uh, back about 19 years ago or so, roughly 18 and a half years ago, we ended up buying an apartment in New York City, $269,000. Now, we had a little bit of help, a little bit of help from her family, a little bit of help from my family for the down payment. But, I mean, at that point in my life, with the amount of money I was making, even with us having gotten married, I don't necessarily think I would have been like, oh, yeah, we're going to be able to buy a you know, buy an apartment in New York City. Right. Mm-hmm. She's but that's her mindset. She's got that. Right. Like we can do this. We're going to do this. So for her, I think it's like, hey, maybe, you know, I, I, this will be really helpful. Like it's not a long term solution, but, you know, maybe you can get out of debt. Maybe you can buy a place. Like it's this idea that like if I become I have more stability and I own a place, it'll be better for the kids. OK. You know, and, and yeah. for me, I'm like, <laughs> like I, there's I don't see any for what house you know apartments houses cost in this area i just don't i just don't see it happening anytime soon right like it's a, it, it's not quite insurmountable but it's like it's a big hill to climb you know and and again and it's like what's the short-term solution am i there for a month am i there for two months and this is it three months like what time flies and then what happens next thing you know it's like this apartment i was here for i'm here for four years and then next i'm like i don't know i don't know and i and i can't have a, a a guest a lady guest a lady friend yeah, you know, I mean, what kind of? Eh. So I was going to bring it up because I remember in one of our earlier podcasts, I can't remember if it was a test or or one of our first podcasts, and I was talking about it's kind of weird when I see my ex-wife. We're kind of amicable, but you know, I don't always feel comfortable like hugging. Like I wish everyone, you know, I'm like hi, like a holiday. I, I hug everyone except for my ex-wife. <laughs> and you yeah. said something like. 
like you were incredulous, you know, having been divorced yourself, like, you know, the idea of like um, hugging an ex is like what to get a better position on, on the knife. And I, it was, it was the, it was the first example of me not listening to, and I totally missed the joke. And so I was wondering how you might react to uh, me living in the, on her property. In a way, I could almost see it. Maybe uh, it's uh, you know a little Cato Kalin-ish. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, it's you're I the second know. person to to reference Cato Kalin on this. Really? Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I actually ran into Cato Kalin on Twitter somehow. Somebody really? Uh, he, you yeah, interacted he said, with him? I didn't interact with him, but I, I uh, found his account back. So he had he had responded to something that I saw, and then so I looked at Cato Kalin on Twitter. He's only got like twelve thousand followers, which really surprised me because I thought mm-hmm. you know with the notoriety of all that went on, I figured he'd have more going on than that. And I, I, yeah. yeah, not not much, but. Uh, and I then I even went down the rabbit hole a little bit and looked at pictures and stuff. And uh, yeah, he still looks like Kato Kalin. He doesn't look quite as uh, beachy as he as he did back in the day. But uh, you definitely probably would know who it was if you saw him. So yeah, strange. But you know, I, I, people do this sort of thing. They get along, uh, you know, for the for the kid's sake. And sometimes they just genuinely get along. And I, I'm probably I'm a bad example. Um, my uh, ex-wife has, over the years, has made more overtures uh, as far as being friendly than I, than I have, quite frankly. Um, right. I was more willing to uh, just you know, let uh, bygones be, a, well, not, <laughs> I was going to say let bygones be, a, well, yeah, I, I would say let bygones be bygones, but then just leave it at that. You know, it's like, once you get out of the situation where um, you're not, uh, you know, you're not ex- doing the back and forth thing, and even as the kids get a little older in the o- in the back and forth stuff, and you don't have to see each other as often because kids just go, you know, go to the car back and forth by themselves, that sort of thing. Uh, you know, you just start putting more space in between it, and it's like, you know, why why bother at some point? So, I don't know. I don't know. I, I I was I was very much looking forward to recording the podcast tonight, and that text didn't. It, it, it just. I, I was surprised by the text, the the like, one from damn. the date. You know, I was like, eh, I'm not saying I did not like. To me, I didn't think it was like crazy fireworks kind of shit, but I thought it went fairly well. Yeah, yeah. But apparently not, and that's fine. It could be as simple, and and it's like there's no point in asking questions or going back and forth. What could I have done different? Okay, it doesn't fucking work that way, right? Okay, right. fine. <laughs> and then I wasn't yeah. going to talk about, you know, moving into the pool house, but I'm like, you know what, fuck it, I'm going to talk about moving in. And I'm kind of almost, I'm not looking, okay, I'm not looking forward to moving into the pool house necessarily, but I am looking forward to getting out of this apartment. Not sure. just because of the rent, because I'm just like, I've been here for four years. I did not mm-hmm. intend to be here for four years. I don't know what I intended, but I don't like it. I don't like the, co- like, it's nice, it's fine, I could make it better. It's just it doesn't feel right. The pool house was my home. I mean, when my ex-wife and I, you know, it's like when I, at first I started sleeping on the couch, then I slept in the basement. And then when the pool house was built, I slept and lived in the pool house. So I'm going back home. You know what I mean? (laughs) That was my home. That's mine. <laughs> Her laying down the law about uh, guests, that's a little weird, I think. Uh, well, I, I could sneak them in like a teenager, you know? That's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, it might be kind of fun. You know? Except not <laughs> like, when it's snowing, um, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> not when it's snowing at all. Uh-huh. Yeah, you know, and I, I, like I said, I, I give credit to the fact that you're getting, you know, you, and whenever you're looking at the, the situation with the kids, it's always better to uh, put that first and foremost uh, as much as you can, uh, I think. Uh, I talked to a dude the other night. We had a, uh, we had this. Uh, we went uh, to a little local uh, microbrewery here. I think that was Saturday night, I believe. Anyway, and the place was pretty busy. We we're sitting at the bar, and there's this dude that was sitting beside me, and uh, he was probably, I'm guessing, late. Th- mid to late 30s ish um kind of a, a typical uh, hair that's in fashion now the hard part the long long top um you know buzzed hard on the sides with the with the hard part um he uh goatee thing going on a uh, little bit of gray but not much uh, but uh, definitely trying to stay hip so uh anyways just 
nice guy. Started talking to him a little bit. Um, he he had uh, asked the bartender what mead was. They had uh, mead on the on the uh, on the menu items, and uh, he mm-hmm. was like, and he's like, you ever tried mead? And I said, uh, yeah, I've had it. And he said, what's it like? And I said, well, it's an acquired taste. I said, I don't really like it. I said, um, I've had a bunch of different types. And I said, to me, it tastes like band aids smell. <laughs> And it's just not my thing. And he's like, well, yeah, you know, he, he got the sample and he's like, he gives it a little bit. He goes, man, that's really sweet. And yeah, it's, it's like honey. It's fermented honey. You know, it's mm-hmm. uh, you know, one of the oldest, maybe is the oldest alcoholic beverage in the world. I don't know. It, so anyway, it's not yummy, even though it's from, even though it comes from honey. I don't. I don't care for. I it. mean, again, I I, uh, okay. there's lots of styles, different different ways it's done, and uh, it takes like four years for it to process. For some reason, I don't. I'm not a brewer, so I don't understand what that is sure, all about. But sure. anyway, it, it's a long drawn out process. Depending on where the the honey is from, you know, there's lots of variances and flavors and nuances, and uh, I think I don't know what they put in the mix or how they do that when they when they put it together. But anyway, um, yeah, like I said, I've tried uh, various types of it, and uh, really, uh, it, there's none of it that I, I it was my, my bag of chips, I guess. So anyway, this starts him to strikes up the conversation with this guy, and uh, so the guy's there, and uh, <laughs> okay, first of all, his... Uh, he said he's um, he's there alone because his wife is at dance practice, uh, and he had, he had a southern accent. Um, he's from North Carolina. Mm-hmm. He was he uh, said my, my wife is at uh, dan- dance practice. She's a she's a burlesque dancer. She's taking these classes. Swear to God. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. So um, he, he talked about that a little bit, and so we had this conversation, and um, he uh, he was telling me that uh, she has two two kids. Uh, they don't have any kids together. He doesn't think that they will because, um, you know, she's uh, probably approaching 40 like he is, somewhere in that range. Mm-hmm. It's getting just a mm-hmm. little too old. And they've got, he's talking about the kids, and, and uh, Rachel and I are both talking to him about yada, yada, yada. He's got a big forearm tattoo of a stingray and uh, a, a uh, the, the fish, the manta ray stingray thing. And I was like, ah, oh, what'd you get? You get a stingray? I go, what's that? What, what's that all about? And he goes, oh, I got a Corvette. And I was like, well, thank God you didn't get the Corvette logo on there. <laughs> and uh, he kind of gave me a look like, fuck you, almost. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, and he was big. Yeah, the guy was real brilliant. Great big gun show. And he, he had uh, this, uh, he was wearing the, rocking the plain white tee. Uh-huh. And uh, lots of, the, the big ass fucking watch, like the, the giant wrapper watch kind of thing. And he had some, <laughs> lots of bracelet kind of things going on. Sure. So anyway, we start talking. He's talking about the kids, and he made uh, a point that uh, he uh, and uh, his burlesque dancing wife are—they're going to get the old. I'm trying to remember how it went. Yeah, the oldest kid um, is in high school. They're going to get that kid uh, uh, through high school. I had like two years left, or something like that. And then the, the younger one's like six or seven. So um, this kid will be approaching ten, and uh, they're planning to uh, move to North Carolina because he said he really misses, you know, the ocean and uh, just, you know, we were talking about Asheville and places like that and his favorite places. He's a real real talkative guy. Nice guy, mm-hmm. really, really yeah, nice. Sure, okay. But then when I, um, we were talking about, the, I said the kid move and I go, is are the, is the kids, like the kid's dad around here or where, how's that work out? And he goes, oh yeah, he's, he's around here. And I go, Do, he doesn't see him much or how's that work? Oh yeah, he sees him. I'm like, oh, is he going to let you guys like move to North Carolina? How's that going to work out? And he just had this look in his face, like, well, how does that important? You know, he just he seemed um, like, you know, we're just going to fucking go to Cal. We're going to go to North Carolina. We're going to take this kid. You know, <laughs> how far is that? You know, 1,200 miles away from from dad, I guess. So sure. that, you know, that they can have this what long distance relationship. And I'm like. Right. And I've heard other people do that, uh, you know, where they just don't seem to, you know, they're moving to another state or from a city that's far enough away that, you know, they, they just, they don't think twice about well, how this is going to fuck up the kid or how hard it's going to be. Uh, you know, it's just like they get this selfish thing. I, you know, I, I want to go back to North Carolina. So, you know, I'm going to take everybody that's in my life with me. And if that fucks up their life, well, fuck them, I guess is what the attitude is, maybe. But uh, I don't know. Like I said, he was, he was, he was a nice enough guy, but um, just, uh, I, I don't know strange but they, okay so then he gets up i've been standing there or we've been sitting at the bar so i've been um you know looking at him you know 
from being right next to you in a chair like you'd be you'd be sitting beside somebody i do it wasn't paying that much attention so he gets up to go to the can and uh and then when he comes walking back i glance over and i see him walking back and like i said he was he had the plain white t-shirt on and the big gun show thing um but he's got these pants that are like they're like and i didn't know this was a thing maybe it's not a thing i'm not sure but uh it was his thing <laughs> um like acid wash denim <laughs> and they're, they're uh -huh. pretty tight not not like skinny jeans tight but pretty tight now he's a he's a big he's a kind of a muscular big guy you know uh so that might have something to do with it but um they, they didn't have that look like the you know you get the stretchy jeans now the stuff with the stretch in them i don't mm -hmm. think it was that kind of thing mm -hmm. they, they look like um kind of a standard denim but they were the, okay so this um acid wash thing and then it had he had uh the 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 cuts that you know the tears in them that across the front you know across mm -hmm. like 10 of them mm -hmm. across you know yeah, the yeah, yeah. They, they were there before he they didn't happen he didn't do that they, he bought them that way yeah he he bought them that way yeah, and then yeah, they, they yeah. had the, the, like Not the forced bejeweled, at all. yeah like the bejeweled pocket thing going on <laughs> yeah mm -hmm. um and i'm like <laughs> with a big cross on the pocket thing and i'm like god damn and then he was also wearing you know what sam smiths are the uh adidas shoe the tennis shoe Mm, I'm no, but I'm gonna. While you keep talking, I'm uh, gonna try to listen. It was and a, I'm gonna a Google a, cla it. a classic style Adidas shoe that was been around. It's been around since I don't know, probably like the maybe the fifties or something like that. There's oh yeah, shoe. yeah, yeah. I know that one. Sure, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah that's totally really. He yes. was wearing those acid uh -huh. wash jeans yes. that I've never heard of. Yes, with yes. those shoes. There's yeah. a lot going on with this fucking guy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and this the, is and the, this a wow. And the Stan Smiths, and I was like, I was like, you know, okay, the last time, I, I don't, I, I think Stan Smiths are, are, are cool. I, I like them. No, I, I do think they're cool. I've never owned a pair, um, but I've known, I, like, in, in high school, I was in high school in the late 80s, yeah. I, I, I knew, like, total, like, geeks, like, honor students that wore those, with like, rolled, popular kids, rolled. like, a lot of different people wore those shoes. Did they, with the rolled jeans? Yeah yeah. yeah, 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 for sure. <laughs> totally, I gotta pick up a pair of those. That's old school shit. Yeah, it's like a reissue. They just came out with them, I think, again. Sometimes yeah, Stan I don't know Smith. If, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Huh. So, and they, they're like they got that little the, the Adidas three stripe thing. It's yeah. perforated on those. So we've had all this fucking snow. He's and he's also got no socks on. We've got all this fucking snow. <laughs> this guy, this guy is the most awesome. Does not give a fuck or the biggest douchebag ever. I'm not sure how I feel about this guy. Okay. What does his hair look like? I don't want to interrupt, what? but what is? I told you. I was like, he's got the okay. So he's got the um, undercut, I don't listen. the shaved down undercut yeah. with with the uh, really long top, and then he's got the huh. hard part cut you know where they they give you a part you know like a barber barber bzz, 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 could he be rolling could he be rolling with like macklemore kind of deal going on like like i don't know what I don't, doing security really sure. for macklemore i don't know no. like with the watch and the there's but, so yeah. much with this know, guy right i've then, never seen this look so then we're standing there and, and we're, we're getting okay he's asking us at one point he's asking us he's like so so where where you, you get where you guys headed out to after this he goes what's what's going on tonight you know he's like oh and, and swingers. I, and I'm, I don't know so he, <laughs> maybe he's okay so I'm like I, I look at him and I go going out I'm like this is out. This is. I'm fucking old, dude. This is. This is. You know. I'm gonna be out till eight o'clock, and then you know, fuck it. You know, I'm getting out of here. Um, one of those kind of things. But yeah, he was trying to plan the evening and the shit. And so he's like, he's like, I really thought you guys were cool. He goes, I know I talk too much. And he's like, uh, you know, I just, I don't know. Yeah, you guys are. You guys are. You know, it was fun talking to you and, and all that stuff. And I says, oh, yeah, okay. And here's the uncomfortable part of the night. We're standing there, and I go, well, I go, hey, text me your number. <laughs> He wanted you to text him. I said number? that. I was the idiot that said that. I was the really? fucking dumbass. Because I, I was like, I don't know. I just want, I felt bad. You for just him. didn't know like, the out. Like you, like you, like, <laughs> dude. Who knows a, if he even has a fucking burlesque dancing wife? It's so uh, weird. All of it's is weird. A, okay, so you mentioned the swinger thing. Yeah. Okay. The um, uh, we talked about this afterwards. Like the, you know, the guy was he was I don't know. It was, it was I didn't get the that vibe off of him. Really, um, I think he's just genuinely is a nice guy, and I think he was he was just kind of looking for a kindred spirit. And, you know, I, I really think that. But then we started talking about the <laughs> the swinger thing, and uh, my wife Rachel somehow she she did some kind of a Google search. I don't know what the fuck she was looking at. But have you ever heard the pineapple thing? 
the pineapples, uh, pineapple door knocker and swingers. Um, so, I, so, it, it vaguely rings a bell. Maybe okay. you talked about it once before because we no, don't remember no, what we talked about, and I don't no. listen. I, I, this is brand new to me. So um, apparently, if you Google uh, pineapple door knocker, meaning <laughs> the the. The top part will tell you about how the, the, the pineapples are, you know, um, signs of warmth and friendship and hospitality and stuff like that. Uh, um, okay, that's the first thing on Google. But then the second thing right underneath that will say, is your neighbor a swinger? Secret signs to watch. So if apparently there's some kind of a pineapple motif, especially a door knocker or a lamp or something that's very prominently displayed, <laughs> there's a pretty good chance you, you got a swinger household. Secret um, signs your neighbor might be a swinger. Look at that. Yes, yes. And so they've got all these little uh, these little things, and I didn't know nothing about it. Apparently, uh, uh, pompous grass grown in your yard is a sign. Um, the pineapples are, are a definite uh, uh, sign. A pineapple lamp, uh, mm -hmm, like I said. Mm -hmm. Um, white rocks. If you, if you use uh, white rocks uh, around your house as a um, as a decorating item, you know, around the bushes, the shrubbery, that sort of stuff. That's another uh, thing. Um, so they've got and they they've got all these. Uh, so we're reading through this stuff. and They got all these things. If somebody wears, they've got a wedding ring on their left side, but they have a, on the right hand they've got a black ring of some sort. If they're wearing a mm -hmm. black ring, that's mm -hmm. another sign. Mm -hmm. So there's 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 a long list, but predominantly though, it's the mm -hmm. fucking pineapples. So I now I I almost feel like driving around the neighborhood now or something and just looking for pineapples. Not not that I'm looking for the swingers, but I just I just kind of want to wow. know now. I, you know it, this is bizarre to me. This whole thing. I just I, what I googled it. It took me a moment, but I found it. And there's a New York Post article from last summer, June second, two thousand seventeen. Secret signs your neighbor might be a swinger. And then there's a picture of uh, uh, three pairs of feet, six feet, and it's it's it, what appears to maybe be an adult man's feet. And then smaller feet on the left and right, which actually to me look like children's feet, not women's <laughs> feet. It's creepy. And yeah. then it says, <laughs> "Oh my god!" Uh, like I don't know what it is. I don't know where I where my head is at right now. But this is giving me so much anxiety. I've talked about a lot of crazy <laughs> shit and stupid shit, but this—it's not that I'm not like, hey, if you're a swinger, that's cool. Here's Good what I think you. you should do. Mm -hmm. You should move move into the pool house. <laughs> and and put a pineapple. Pineapple lamp. <laughs> pineapple door knocker. Plant some pompous Just, grass. Get those white rocks out there. <laughs> yeah, you know what? I should. Only, <sighs> just to all in the hopes, not forgetting swinger sex for developing a Netflix or Amazon original series. <laughs> You know, it would be, uh, what would it be called? Pineapple Pompous, I don't know, fucking yeah. fuck that. It, oh, this Pineapple is, Express is taken already, so yeah, it can't be that. I feel sick. I feel, I, honestly, I don't, I'm not being judgy. I'm just, I'm very uncomfortable right now. <laughs> I've never felt uncomfortable. 28 episodes, not once have I felt uncomfortable. Right now, I'm feeling a little weird. So I, I knew it was it was weird. Uh, I felt really uncomfortable when I asked uh, Kevin, uh, hey, just text me, or text me your number. <laughs> And Rachel fills in very cool. She goes, yeah, just text it to me, you know, yeah, just in case. You know, we I liked it better when it didn't have a name. I know. Yeah, it was Kevin. But um, so um, it was yeah. – uh, so yeah, right you have his I, number? Did he text I, you his number? He texted he texted it to – Can we put guy. it on Twitter? Oh, fuck. <laughs> no, <I laughs> would that be wrong? That Come on. Wrong. That, would, uh, that would definitely – like, like I said, my gut instinct was that there's that's the, it's not that weird. I think it's just a dude that's uh, been living away from North Carolina a while, I, and he just wants to hang out with somebody and really? talk about, talk about beer so? and cars. I never – no, I never think that way. Okay. He said he goes to uh, country concerts. He's uh, went to see uh, just went to see Jason Aldean. So I don't know. Is that the guy guys. from the Vegas? Is that the Vegas uh, oh, that is shooting the, yeah, guy? That was, that was the guy the that was Vegas on stage. Shooting guy, right? Yeah, that's the guy that was on stage when that yeah uh, when the when the shooting occurred. Yeah, and so, I, I don't know. Yeah, I'm not. Yeah. So anyway, he yeah he's he's a country music guy. He's got a stingray tattoo. He's got you know there's there's I think he's a, I think he's a good guy. I don't think it was a swinger thing. I really don't. Although you know then you hear the the uh, you know the whole burlesque dancer thing, and then you got that you know. To, to me, bro, I, I, you know, we we've talked about this. The yes, woman that yes. I've been on again, off again the for ex, the last couple of years. Ex, she no, lives ex. in New Orleans. I don't can't even call her an ex. Can't call her girl. I don't know. I don't care. Maybe I'm immature. I don't know. She's a burlesque dancer. 
Right. And she's attractive. I mean, I wouldn't be with her if I wasn't attracted to her. Sure. But that burlesque dancer thing? Yes. Not always attractive. Again, I understand. Yes. I understand that it's subjective. You know that I've referred to a burlesque dancer as a time-traveling stripper who's not hot enough to be an actual (laughs) fucking stripper. Right? And I'm not trying to be angry or spew toxic masculinity, and it's not that I don't get the burlesque scene and the burlesque dancer, but you know what? It's 2018. It's not fucking 1918. So fuck you and your burlesque dancing bullshit. Your fucking tassels. I, I can see some nipples because it's 2018. I can see them right now on my fucking phone. Well, see then, how do you? I'm sorry, I don't mean to be so angry. I'm spewing toxic masculinity, and I hate myself for it. How do you hang out with your steampunk boyfriend? <laughs> I, my steampunk other, other, boyfriend and I, we broke up. <laughs> if you're gonna, yeah, if you're gonna be a burlesque dancer and you're gonna hang out <sighs> with that steampunk guy that you met on Bumble or whatever the oh, hell it is. God. Seed to sprout, wherever you pick this. <laughs> to, that's right. Seed to sprout sounds like a hookup. <laughs> it's a secret society with pineapple pompous like grass. You know, you need to do. You need to go in there and go look at him. <laughs> look at the waitress or whatever. And go. <laughs> Can you tell me about the pineapple? <laughs> shake your head noddingly, yes, yeah. uh, knowingly, knowingly. Shake your head. Please tell me about the pineapple. <laughs> I should I just I should bring a pineapple I should have a pineapple knocker just like strapped to the middle of my forehead and just like if anybody knows it and just not even refer to it just not pay it <sighs> this it, it is seems, this is not a thing it's it not seems, a thing yeah, it, it seems like a lot of work to me it just seems like a lot of busy work it really does there's got to be a website where it's, it could go a little quicker a little easier probably you would think that would happen but all this secret code there's handshakes there's fucking you know there's pineapple on it and what the hell is the symbology behind the pineapple? symbology <laughs> is, is that a word I, there's got to be some symbolism um <laughs> so, <laughs> <laughs> but you know what we need to do as a podcast? Start making up words like sniglets, <laughs> symbology. Hold on, I'm Googling that motherfucking shit. How would you spell symbology? S-Y-M-B-O-L-O-G-Y. I think so. Pl- is that a word? Is that symbology. A- Holy fuck, it's a word. Yes. Scrabble. <laughs> Scrabbled my ass off on Hold you. on. I'm using, holy shit, the study or use of symbols. See? Holy yes. fuck, symbology sounds like it shouldn't be a word. Sounds like religion almost. (laughs) (laughs) That's a good fucking word. Church of Symbology. We just won we just won the podcast for this week, I think. You just won podcast Symbology. (laughs) Yeah. I think we start a church of the Holy Pineapple and (laughs) Oh my god. Do you remember what's that church of Bob? Remember that? Do you remember that from like the eighties? Like um do you remember that thing? It was uh, uh, David Letterman's dog. One of them was named Bob, but I don't no, remember. Church he had a church. Bob. Yeah, he had Bob uh, and Dave for a while there. You don't remember this? The Church of the Sub Genius. You don't remember that? I don't. I don't. It I don't was like a 1950s guy smoking a pipe. Really? Okay. It's a parody. It, yeah, it's a parody religion that satirizes better-known belief systems. It teaches a complex philosophy that focuses on. J.R., quote-unquote, Bob Dobbs, purportedly a salesman from the 50s who is revered as a prophet by the church. Anyway, it's making fun of every religion of Scientology, and uh, it's kind of, I'm trying to think of, so you know how uh, they've got that, what's that one, the uh, movie, the Coen Brothers movie? Uh, the, 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 the one that everyone loves <laughs> with the guy in the, um, uh, the dude without Google we, <laughs> unbecoming of age two old guys that can't remember shit that we should totally remember uh, it's uh, yeah it's uh, got John Goodman and, uh, <laughs> I have to Google it that's how did you guys even watch the movie I've never uh, seen it no but I love it I just alpha w- brain alpha brain we need to <laughs> I need to start taking the alpha brain uh, the yeah, dude the dude Big Lebowski what Big the Lebowski. fuck Oh, this is. By the way, I just want to thank everyone for listening to the to the episode. This is our last episode. We're both gonna hang up our podcast fucking microphones, pounding on the table, going, "Lebowski, you dumb fuckers." See, see, 
no people don't realize that we don't script any of this we don't talk about it in this band they they do realize you think they realize it i don't think they they do do. see when you said coen brothers the weird thing was i'd just (laughs) been talking about racing arizona with Uh my wife and when shock you remembered that my my brain got stuck on raising arizona it was Uh just like yeah i couldn't uh, couldn't get off so i think that people think that we we just have it all figured (laughs) i think that the 400 downloads and the three people that are listening and i know two of them (laughs) not personally i met them on periscope uh i get texts from them all the time uh is that uh that they're banging on the table like you big lebowski it's big lebowski you two old men why don't you get adderall you fuckers (laughs) because we're too old for adderall that's why (laughs) if if they would give it to me i would take it you would uh, I don't think no, I could handle not. it. I don't think well, I, I would. I would no, maybe. I, I would. I would accept it. I'm not sure I would actually take it. But if they, if they, if <sighs> I, I think anytime you're at the doctor and they go, "Can we give you a prescription, a prescription for whatever?" I'm going to accept it and I'm going <laughs> to bring it home, and uh, just in case. Uh, um, I have uh, a few uh, tablets of uh, what's the. Uh, the sleeping stuff that everybody uh, uh, takes. Uh, oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the Big Lebowski pill. It's not the Big. Hold on a second. Let me look. I know what you're talking about. Uh, Ambien. Ambien. I've got. Holy Ambien. fuck! That was pretty good for a guy. I've got my Ambien. Age and I've never taken it. I've got Ambien, and I've never taken it. I have Prilosec. Uh, mm-hmm. The the prescription strength. I've never I haven't paid it. my taxes. Let's just put um, it all out there, just in case one person's <laughs> listening. That will bring the fucking just shut us down. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you listening to these fucking Our guys? podcast yes. put us in jail. <laughs> you want to buy some Prilosec? <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> I can hook you up. <laughs> uh, the world was a better place, I think, seriously, though. Uh, before they... F- what, what, what's this ban on pseudoephedrine? What the fuck is that all about? <laughs> oh, so... Uh, yeah, because is it, the pseudoephedrine uh, leads to... What does that do? It's for the... Uh, uh, precursor, uh, math, yeah. Math, crystal math, right? Okay. Yeah, so anyway. So the, the, but the, but the point, the reason that I brought up the fucking Big Lebowski is because the dude, apparently that's a religion. Yes, yeah. Yeah, and they're not like a real one, but I mean, you know, it's, it's like a parody it's a religion. Pseudo, yeah, parody. Dudist of the World Unite. Yeah, and, and uh, fucking that guy, who's the guy? Who's the guy that plays the dude? Jeff, <laughs> Jeff Bridges. No. Jeff Bridges. Jeff Bridges. Daniels. Jeff Bridges, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, not Bo Bridges, but Jeff Bridges. Who's not Bo Bridges or Jeff Daniels. But yeah, yeah. Either one of those guys. such a badass. He's so... Have you ever seen his photographs, by the way? The photographs he takes? The photographs he's taken on set. They're no. fucking amazing. They're really good. And it's not just because he had access to these amazing films. Um, he has a book. It's a photography book. He used to shoot it. It's a wide-format camera. They're all black and white. I think they're all black and white. And the name of the book is, uh, he's got a, there's a website here. Um, oh, what the fuck is that? They're really worthwhile. Like, you just, it, and again, it, it's uh, pictures taken by Jeff Bridges on set for movies. Hey, just Google Jeff, for anyone, just uh, anyone. Uh, it's, uh, it's, it's Jeff Bridges' photography book. It's um, It really is quite incredible. Right, and it's not just it. because of the access and the ba- behind the scenes. It's the type of camera he's using. It's a film camera. Uh, I'm not going to be able to find uh, the info here, but uh, it's it's worth. Pictures worthwhile. by Jeff Bridges. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, 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 it right. yeah, it's called Pictures by Jeff Bridges. That's it. It's, I need I need to get that book. I've, I've I actually I have a friend of mine that owns the book. It's so fucking amazing. It's so good. He uses the Wide Lux F8 camera. That's what he used. There's one person that just knew what that was, and they yes. sort of just banged the table. Oh, they almost <laughs> redeemed themselves for that, not knowing the big Lebowski thing. <laughs> fucking douchebags. Yeah. I can have a podcast. Well, fuck you, then have a fucking podcast, dick. Sorry. <laughs> I think I'm, I think from now on, I'm going to spew toxic masculinity against everyone. Just, just You're feeling bitter <laughs> at the world because this one blow-off. You got blown off. No, it's one. not the one blow-off. It's, it's, it's the, you know, I, I know what it is. Has winter? nothing to do with no. It's not winter. It's not fucking snow. Seasonal affective disorder. <laughs> That's right. It's. I need. I just got health insurance again. I think I'm gonna get that treated. Um, hey doctor, I think I have seasonal disaffective disorder. Uh, and I'll say and it just like that. Yeah, just say it like that. You'll, they'll Can I have some Prozac? You'll get Ambien? Prozac. You'll get. You tell me you got a little anxiety. You'll, yeah, you'll have some. Uh, a little all. bit of this, a little bit of that. Yeah, tell me you've got erectile dysfunction. Just get everything. Just get it all. Just they, they, you know, I want it, all the pills. I want it, I want it all. 
I'm so earlier you you would you would mention Mead. I'm just trying to prove that I listen Mead. sometimes. Yes. And and you said that when when Kevin, now that I know his name, I, I yes. liked it better when I didn't know his name. Um, I so want his number. I want to call Kevin. I so want to call. His name was like, I will call. What if I call Kevin and record it? For the podcast, I, I just I you wouldn't bad. be you wouldn't feel comfortable with that. I think I I, I see I kind of feel bad. He, he may be some swinging from the chandeliers, fucking uh, mm-hmm. you know threesome, you know gang banging, mm-hmm. you know crazy man uh, with his just running around with just his Stan Smiths on at the party um, and mm-hmm. a white belt. They're not Sam Smith. I, they're Stan Smith. Stan, Stan Sam Smith. Smith is the British dude that lost a lot of weight and is amazing. He's like the female fucking. Uh, Adele, that oh, okay. guy. <laughs> so they are Stan Smiths. Wait, uh, I think not Adele Sam. is the female Adele. I'm pretty sure she is. She's the female not the Adele. female. She's like <laughs> the male Stan Smith, not the oh, singer, God. the guy who designed the sneakers. <laughs> she can play tennis. Uh, yeah, when you described this Kevin guy with the fucking, yes. I, I, I just did upspeak. When you described the Kevin guy, um, <laughs> who didn't have skinny jeans, but they were ass wash jeans, but they were like new ass wash jeans and they had rips in them, but he bought them that way. And then he had the Stan Smiths, but they were the Sam Smiths, but not the female. Yeah, and then, and then you described his hair twice because I didn't listen the first time. You didn't listen. And uh, when you described that guy, I thought of, I was thinking in my head, it's fucking Scott Bakula in fucking Quantum Leap. It's fucking, you were fucking, Scott Bakula showed up and even he was like, who am I? Like, this is like an acting exercise. It's like, oh. I'm loving this and I don't, I don't know. And then he's looking at you like, text me your number? You don't want to. He didn't. There was so much. It's like much. the gayest shit ever. It's not even gay. It's like, like, oh it's my God, like, that's so gay. It's like apologizing for something you don't need to apologize for. It's like, it's like you're just like, I feel you. bad for this guy. I'll call you. You're yeah, like, I'll call you. You're like, like, at that moment, like, that's just a really good conversation for you and your wife to go into some weird wormhole about pineapple swinger shit and just yes, like, I know, thank God right? we're never going to see that guy again. And his yeah. maybe he has a wife or doesn't have a wife. He was a nice, doesn't matter. We don't I need know. to know. I don't want to know. Yes. I will never I mean, in all likelihood see the, the dude ever again, although now for the rest of my life, I'm scared about pineapples. So I don't know. <laughs> it's a, just a so, weird uh, Apparently, yeah. this this thing, the thing in the article, the New York, uh, the New York Post article, is that apparently sales of those things went down once this news story hit. <laughs> People no. that really love those pineapple knockers are like, nah, nah like, never I mind. can't do it now. I'm sorry. But There's but the mead thing you said. Shirts. <laughs> I yeah, remember what mead. you said. Do you remember what you said? You you explained to Kevin that mead tastes like band aids smell, right? It does, in my humble opinion. Yeah. Okay, so do you like IPA? Uh, you know, it's a wide range of. of <laughs> I know there's there. not just you one IPA, IPA. And, I, and I know I'm going to piss off people the same way like I did when we couldn't remember the Big Lebowski. That was only like yeah. ten minutes ago. Most IPAs, uh, you know, I I like for the most part. I, some are some are a little uh, uh, too too hoppy. They get they get uh-huh. them hopped up too much, and uh-huh. then there's some of them that are just I think bitter for bitter's sake. Right. And uh, some of them are a little too uh, floral for me. So it depends on mm-hmm. the IPA, but I generally I like them. Okay. I don't like IPAs. Is it at the bitterness? All. Uh, um, and and I say something. I've said this for a long time before IPAs even got really popular. I remember. I think the first time I like really started experiencing IPAs was in like the mid two thousands in the Pacific Northwest. Uh, a sure. work trip for um, in um, Portland and Seattle. Now I don't know when it started, where it started, when Up they got there. big. Is it right? Is that okay? Yeah, out there, and it was big. Probably, I was in Seattle just before nine eleven, and I uh-huh. know that because I was I, I got on a plane, and the guy and I we'd been at one of the uh, local microbreweries, and I had I had had uh, IPA out there. But I remember very distinctly this dude in front of me when we were going through security. He pulled out this big ass jackknife, folding lock blade knife, and tossed it in the tray, and they just. You know, shoved it through, and we got he boarded the plane in front of me, and I was like, "God, you can bring hmm? a big fucking knife like that on the plane?" I was like, "That seems really crazy." Yeah, a fucking Leatherman taken away. 
Well, that was after 9 11. Yeah, no, no, yeah, yeah. 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 I had a fucking uh, toenail clipper thing. It was uh, was like a little scissors thing that I had. They took that away. Like Uh right after 9 11, you you couldn't get through with anything. Now they're a little more lax now. Yeah. um, Yeah. Anyway, so yeah, it was, was, um, yeah, about late 1990s to 2000 ish. It started Mm -hmm. out there. So yeah. So you didn't like the IPAs even then. I didn't like them then. I didn't like them now. I didn't really like... Look, look, I've got a fucking man bun. I had it the first time when my hair was all, like, long, right when I was getting, like, separated, like, four years ago. It was kind of not a big thing, but it became a big thing, and it it was before it was douchey or as douchey as... Whatever. And then I shaved my head underneath, like, a weird undercut, but my hair was long on top, and then it was stupid, and then I'm like, fuck this. I'm, I'm cutting it off. And now I have one again. And now I have one again because I'm like, I don't care like i'm just being me like the idea of drinking an ipa because everyone says it's good and it's thing i don't ever want to like anything because someone else says it's good i don't want to wear my hair long because everyone's wearing their hair you know what i mean like it's like i'm almost like well fuck you so ipas are kind of to me they taste like new carpet smell Okay, and 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 it's funny because okay. I was gonna I was gonna bring that up on the like on the podcast because I had this conversation with uh, Jenny, the one who said it couldn't have gone better on the first day and then the next day she's like uh, I didn't feel that romantic yeah. connection. Fuck you, Jenny. Uh, anyway, um, right, I'm not angry at all. I'm just whatever. Um, I'm gonna so send her the link to this fucking podcast because <laughs> um, why not? Uh, so. Yeah. When you said that mead, which I've heard of, but I've never had it, tastes like Band-Aid smell, you and I have not discussed this. No. Whenever I say that, I'm like, how is that even possible? Like, how is it that... And so so anyone, so anyone that likes IPA, I, I know that people don't necessarily tweet us and pay attention, but if you're listening to this and you like IPA, I'm not going to argue with you whether or not it's good or not i love cilantro but i know that there are plenty of people that do not like even like cilantro that it tastes like soap i get yes. it i love it if you like an ipa tell me if you understand i just want to know if someone understands it tastes like a new carpet smells do you yeah i i, I would think you know they would like i said if it's if it's done right i like it and but some of mm-hmm. them are they're kind of horribly done wrong. So, yeah, I can understand where you're, where you're coming well, from. Well, I had that. this conversation with Jenny last night. I'm a little obsessed with this, Jenny. Um, and the date that didn't... Jenny, don't that change your number. <laughs> eight six seven five three zero oh, nine. What? I'm going to call her right now. Eight six... What? Yeah. Uh, so, I, uh, I, I'm going to talk like a Muppet now. Um I, I'm going to, I did, I had this conversation about IPAs and she said how much she disliked IPAs and we agreed on that. Last night we went to the Asbury Park Brewery, whatever the fuck it's called, the beer garden. It's got a weird name. You got to Google it. And she ended up ordering an XPA, an XPA from the Asbury Park Brewery. So her friend owns the Asbury Park Brewery. Okay. So she, she asked the bartender, what do you have from the Asbury Park Brewery? And they said an XPA, and she ordered it. So I guess it's a, an IPA, but it's sort of a little bit toned down. Yeah, so, I, I'm not sure. Yeah. Basically, she's a hypocrite and a liar is what I'm saying. Because yeah. before the date, she hates IPA. Then she orders an XPA. <laughs> I'm not bitter. I'm, she, she changes her story around. I'm not. Bit. I'm not bitter. I'm not bitter. It's all right. Be bitter. Be bitter. No, I'm not so, bitter. I'm not bitter at all. I'm disappointed. I'm disappointed uh, in so many things, and it has nothing to do with a, Jenny. Probably a, it's probably a bullet dodged. It probably is. So, you know, <laughs> Thank you fuck, so much for being fuck positive. Fuck that bitch. Fuck that bitch. I didn't realize you're a much nicer guy than I expected. This whole Kevin thing was very revealing. I, I was, you like, know. It was really, I thought you were more of a dick than I was. <laughs> Turns out that you're not. I can, I can be a dick. There's no, 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 I know that you can be, but you don't feel good about it. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Sometimes yes, sometimes no. Um, so I was—we were talking about the mead thing. I was remembering that I had this style of mead. Scott, my neighbor, I was talking about. He's, he's oh, the just, neighbor across the guy with the brewing. Yeah, yeah. yeah he, the, and he's 
he's he spends a lot of money on on buying various kinds of alcohol. So he brought this stuff over one night, and it's it's called uh, I thought it was Viking Blood. It's <laughs> Viking Blood B L O D. I don't know what that's all about. I don't about, know what that but means. It's, it's yeah. So it's a it's a brand. That's what it's called, and it's a mead, um, and it's. Uh, it says, I'm looking at the label of the bottle online right now. It says it's based on a recipe from about the year 1700. Now, this is a mead that um, has, uh, well, they call it Nordic honey wine with hibiscus and hops added to it. And it's 19% alcohol. So I did, I had a little bit of that. And that, yeah. What? Was it, did it taste good? It had a very crazy bunch of flavors going on to it. It was it was a lot, but it was. Um, Where can I get this? I mean, I, I can Google probably, it. I'm on, yeah, I'm googling it right liquor now. Liquor store, your local liquor store probably has it. It's kind of it's not real expensive. It's thirty ish dollars a bottle, um, right around in there. Mm. Um, and it's yeah, it's it's a honey wine mead product with all this uh, <laughs> added stuff to it. Viking Blood is a fruit slash vegetable beer style beer brewed by Dangst. There's just yeah, like the the O with the line. I don't know what whatever that means. Yeah, it's 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 yeah, brewed in Denmark. Yeah, so that was different than than than, than all the mead products. I I have some mead actually in the refrigerator right now that Scott gave me that uh, somebody put together and it's supposed to be really good. I've t- I've had about you, like two sips off of it and was like, Do you mm. think that this Viking blood mead tastes like a a band aid smells? Uh, it was a little different. It did because it mm. had all that other stuff added to it. So it was a little different. I still, it's not something I would buy uh, and want to stock regularly in the liquor cabinet or something mm-hmm. like that. If I were going to spend, um, uh, if I'm going to spend money on something that's got real crazy um, bunch of flavors and stuff going on, um, there is a uh, alcohol called Chartreuse. Have you ever heard of that? I have not. Chartreuse is uh, probably a little more daring, but it's um, Chartreuse is something that's made by uh, some monks somewhere, and I think it's in France. And um, the recipe has been handed down for uh, a long time, hundreds of years, I believe, is what the story goes. And there's only like two people uh, that are in the um, wherever this stuff is made. There's only two people that actually know the recipe at any given time and so like when they get really old apparently and and decide to to die the recipe has been uh, passed down and chartreuse has uh there's two different styles of this stuff and uh it's got like 67 or something like that different um herbs and things in it that uh, give it this real crazy complex flavor uh it's a little more pricey it's about i think in the probably 60 to 70 dollar range for about all that stuff but if i was going to get something that's kind of high alcohol with a lot of <clears throat> you know complex sort of flavors to it if you want to just have a little you know sip of something i think i'd go with the chartreuse probably before the viking blood or blood or whatever it is yeah yeah i you know what i have a so i have a friend from denmark i've never met him in real life but you and i have never met in uh real life and so whatever so I, i'm gonna i'm gonna yeah. reach out to lars blickenfeld he uh he he, uh, he works at a um he works at a uh, not a funeral home, uh, not a crematory. He works at somewhere in Denmark, and uh, he's really happy. He's got a couple of boys, and we met on Periscope, and we're we're decent friends. But I'm going to ask him about that Viking blood because uh, I want to know more about it. And and but I, what I really want is to taste mead that tastes like a Band-Aid smells. Now, got some. What kind yeah. of what kind of uh, what kind of uh, Band-Aid, like like an old school Band-Aid old brand sc- Band-Aid, but like Band-Aid. the plastic one, not the fabric one. The the, the old school plastic Band-Aid brand uh-huh. Band-Aid. If you open up with that, yeah, that's metal what I box. thought when you said that. Yeah. That's exactly what I thought. Yeah. Open up that metal box, stick your nose in there. Yeah, I know, I know. Yeah, it's yeah. The I know exact, the one. It's the exact flavor. It's just for for me. I don't anyways. think I would like that. I did. I don't. <laughs> I don't think I would enjoy that. I think I would be yeah, like going back. Oh God! Speaking of Band-Aids, by the way, I want to let you know that uh, this week I had five Band-Aids on my my two hands on fingers and such and i couldn't give i don't know are you at a point in your life where you don't remember how you got a cut or what happened or a bruise because i am yes yeah okay and and it drives me nuts i'm like what the fuck did i do like i I don't remember that happening so right now i'm kind of most of them are healing but so i have so one was in my car 
the passenger door handle. I have a I have a 2007 Lincoln MKZ, and the door handle is wrapped in this like sort of hard plastic, and at the top it kind of ripped off. And I remember that one of my passengers, and I think it was the burlesque dancer Irene, the on again off again relationship that I have, said she she calls me doll because she's a burlesque dancer and a time traveler. So she refers to me in 2018 as doll. Doll, this is really sharp. You can cut yourself on this when she opens the door so i don't know in my head i don't remember that and i'm thinking to myself other than passengers most of my passengers uh uber and lyft sit in the back seat so she sits in the front seat and then either my son or daughter sit in the front seat and one day it kind of hit me i'm like i kind of like in the back of my mind someone said this was sharp and then i looked over and i kind of saw that the plastic was coming up and i right before my son got in the door i reached across i'm sitting in the driver's seat i reach across and I kind of take my um, right index finger and I slide mm-hmm. it across the top of the plastic door handle. And it is like, think of like the worst fucking paper cut you can have. It was like that Ouch. immediately bleeding. I was like, oh, fuck, ow. Now, I, I don't know. I think, I think I was on my way to drive my son to school. and He was late for school. And I drove him to school. And fortunately, I had to sign him in to the office. And the office is right across from the um, nurse's office. And I walk into the nurse's office and see a big thing of supplies. And I said the dumbest thing you could say. All I wanted was a Band-Aid. I asked her, do you have a Band-Aid? Shut the... Like, of course she has a Band-Aid. It's, the question is, may I have a Band-Aid? And just show her the blood coming out of your finger. And then don't explain it. Don't even... Explain, like, do you have a Band-Aid? Yes. And exactly. don't let her think, like, why does this dad... Why is he a mess? Because he's an Why Uber he and a Lyft driver. He's a whole thing. He's probably going to move into his ex-wife's fucking pool house. You know what she's uh, really thinking? She's <laughs> thinking, why doesn't he just put meat on that? <laughs> <laughs> right, right. That's right. Yeah, so I, I, so, I, so I get the Band-Aid. So then that's the one cut. And then, I, I don't know, I got a couple of other cuts. I, I can see one here on my middle finger, right hand. I have no idea how I got that one. So that's one, two. And then one day, have you ever, uh, do you like avocados? Uh, yeah, I had a whole you ever cut an avocado. Yeah, do you ever cut an avocado open? I did it today. Yeah. Okay, yeah, obviously you did. You had one today, so you had to <laughs> yes, cut I it did. open. That's like asking her, "Do you have band-aids?" Yeah, I know that you cut them open. How would you have eaten it otherwise? Just chewed through the skin. I'm thinking that maybe it's so right that you sucked it out with a straw. Exactly. <laughs> so, <laughs> I so I cut. So I had it in my hand, and I took a knife and I and I cut it in the middle, like like like. Um, so that it's, you know... The, you put it in the palm of your hand and... Palm yeah. of my hand and I cut it. No problem. But while cutting it, I slipped and I cut my hand. Fuck. Again, it was like identical to the paper cut that I had from the door handle. So I like, fuck, I don't know. And it kind of hurt. I mean, it wasn't like terrible, like, but it sucked. And then, I don't know, how do you get the pit out? Of, a, of an avocado. This is the most I take boring a big, fucking... Big, I take a big knife and chop down you, on the right, okay. on, right on it. Yeah. So do I. So do okay. I. But sometimes that motherfucking pit is slippery. Yes. Yeah. So I don't know why I didn't put it on the counter. I don't know why I didn't use a sharper knife and just kind of get it right in there. And what I did was I put it in my left hand and I took the knife, which wasn't terribly sharp, but sharp enough. And instead of like cutting kind of down the middle, I took the point of the knife and I went right into the pit. I slipped and right into the palm. Fucking <sighs> a a fucking hole, tiny hole in my fucking the palm of my hand, right below my middle finger and my my left middle finger and my left index finger, and blood. And it was like way too much blood for that area because it's not you know you like there's no veins that I can see right there. There probably is, but <laughs> like, holy fuck! And then it fucking bruised over. So I had five fucking band aids. Oh, and I had a fucking blister on my left thumb. This is so disgusting. The blister, I was like, what the fuck is going on there? And I took like a, um, a scissor, a sharp scissor, and I cut it, and it opened up. And, okay, this is gross. This is gross. You might want, okay, if you're listening now, you might want to stop. It, the pus, <laughs> it was like what? a Caucasian, it was like a Caucasian makeup foundation, right? Oh, God. Like, it was the problem. weirdest color. I have never seen a color I don't know how they developed that color, but that's the exact color. I was like, what? That's like if, 
it, it was very disappointing. It was very disgusting, very disappointing. And I felt like, what's wrong with me? And that, ladies and gentlemen, is our show. Let's let Mr. Big Voice take us out. Thanks for listening, and we hope you enjoyed Unbecoming of Age. Bonus content at unbecomingofage.com. Subscribe on iTunes or your favorite podcatcher. Find us on social media at Unbecoming of Age. And sometimes when we touch.